Hey folks, this is Topher. This episode of Hallway Chats is a little different from past episodes. Recently, Kate and I had the opportunity to go to WordCamp Europe in Porto, Portugal, where we had some literal hallway chats. This one is with Sophie Cohenberg. I hope you'll join us and listen in. So, uh, what is your name? I'm Sophie Cohenberg. All right, where do you live? I live in Lisbon. I'm from Belgium originally, but I uh-huh. moved to Lisbon two years ago. So you didn't have to come very far. I did not have to come very far. I had to take a three-hour train. Oh, okay, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Took, or took the train. No, train ride. Uh, are the trains here nice? Yeah, there's different kinds that you can take, and the one from Lisbon to Porto, you can take one of like the fast ones, uh-huh. and that's that's quite comfortable. Nice. Although it advertises Wi-Fi, but it doesn't really uh-huh. work. <laughs> Yeah, it's always a little bit when you think there's going to be Wi-Fi and it's it's there for two minutes and yeah. then it falls out. That's worse than when there isn't any Wi-Fi, yes, right? You just worse. keep trying. You keep yeah. trying. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> um, so I have two questions. What do you do, but also what brings you here? So I do two things. I mainly at the moment do content strategy and writing for okay. businesses in digital marketing. So I work with... How companies such as Meet Edgar, which is a social media scheduling tool, Paperbell, who has accounting software for coaches, um, but also with agencies like email marketing agencies, SEO agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for them, I do blog strategy and the actual writing as well as optimization. Um, you do this freelance? I do this freelance, yeah. Uh, I have my own company and I have a few freelance assistants oh, nice. for me. Yeah, so self-employed, sure. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's my main gig, but I also run a travel authority site on WordPress. Um, I've been doing that for 10 years. What is travel authority? Um, well, like a big travel blog, let's say. Not uh-huh. just an affiliate site, but okay. like a proper travel blog. So I used to do a lot of marketing campaigns for tourism boards, for mm-hmm. travel brands, etc. And I guess that's where my journey with WordPress started, because yeah. the first version Way back in 2012, I had to figure everything out myself and yeah. I did like to design myself and <laughs> the most basic coding, you know, like sure. changing the color of boxes and things. Yeah. Uh, but now I have a developer who helps me with those kinds of things and I have a custom site. Excellent. Yeah. Um, do you still travel a lot for that? Um, well, the pandemic kind of put a stop oh, to yeah. that. Um, so the story is that I kind of Cruise sick is a bit big word, but grew out of travel blogging, I say, or I wanted to do something different around mid-2019. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also the most successful time for the travel blog, I would say. So it just seemed crazy for me to drop that or to start something else while it was doing so well. Mm-hmm. And then COVID came, yeah. and whilst it was horrible in so many ways, yeah. For me, it was a great opportunity to go and do something else because sure. travel just crashed. I lost 90% of my income with that business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I very quickly decided, okay, this is my opportunity to launch something new, which I've been doing since. And the travel blog is not, like I use it for between course passive income. So mm-hmm. now it just runs on affiliate marketing, advertising. Sure. And I have some people help me keep it up to date. You are not the first person I've met that started with a travel blogger or a travel blog. Yeah. And then doesn't really do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, yeah, I still do it. I mean, I'm yeah. my, uh, my other friend doesn't do it at all. <laughs> I briefly contemplated selling it, so I kept it up to date. And I uh, thought, yeah. 
when travel picks up again, then I might sell it because it was taking up so much brain space. Sure. Um, but it, yeah, it is starting to take off again. And I'm like, actually, like, this is a good asset to hold on to. Like, sure. Let me see, yeah, how I can keep it going. And if you start going to work camps again. <laughs> Could be interesting, yes. But so to come back to your, um, yes, what you your question, yeah, and if I still travel a lot, um, at the moment, I'm mostly enjoying exploring Portugal because mm-hmm. I live, I moved here two years ago, but because of the pandemic, even travel within Portugal was a sure. bit harder. So I'm really enjoying exploring different regions here. Um, and I think travel will start picking up again now. Mm-hmm. This was nice to be able to do my first in-person conference again, mm-hmm. like in within Portugal. And what brings me here is that, um, well, actually I've known about WordCamp for several years already because mm-hmm. I'm a WordPress user. Um, but I always thought like, I'm not techie enough to, to oh, go no. speak there. I don't know, you know, like yeah. that's not my scene. Yeah. Um, but then one of my clients actually kind of motivated me and pushed me and was like, you know, just apply for a workshop and, and see what happens. Um, and I got in and then the fact that it was in Porto was an additional benefit. Plus I kind of want to expand my network. I'm used to going to digital marketing conferences, SEO conferences. Sure not as much this type of conferences. And it's so nice to meet people who do things that I don't know anything about, mm-hmm. but perhaps in the future we could work together on something. So. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Well, so this is your first one. It's my very first one. They're all like this. <laughs> That's good. That's no, good. Not. Then I'll be back. <laughs> they're not all like this. <laughs> uh, the small ones are, are also very much fun, but obviously not the grand scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm really glad you're here. Um, there's a, a stereotype that WordPress is all developers and designers. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I'm happy about this interview is that uh, it's representation. I'm, I'm going to put on the website that here's a person who's not a developer or designer still making a great career with WordPress. Yeah, and all of my clients, <laughs> I'm thinking now, but all of my clients use WordPress. Uh, so even when I'm doing client work, I'm working kind of with WordPress sure. every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I see sure. the different types of plugins that they're using, what their setup is like, if they have a custom design or if they use something like Elementor. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. That is cool. My wife <clears throat> has spoken at WordCamp and her topic was how to be in WordPress and not be a developer or a designer. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Because she is neither. Yeah. <laughs> and yet here she is. Yeah. Um, I was surprised yesterday as well, at the start of my workshop, I asked how many people were actually in content, because I was a bit worried beforehand, I had no idea who would be in the audience. Sure. And more than 50% of the people in the audience were in content in some kind of way. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. I had not expected that. Yeah. It's a very easy way for people who aren't developers or designers to make a career. With WordPress. Yeah. I mean, if you're a writer, there you are. Mm-hmm. You're in. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think there's so many people who just use it, right? And mm-hmm. just is not the right word, but like right. you, you don't have to actually be creating it to work with WordPress every day. As a user, it's, right. it's such an important tool in your kit to have. Yeah. I'm a developer and I often lose track of the fact that the purpose of WordPress is not development. That's all I use it for, is to build things. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And 
my wife was had the same attitude for a long time because that's all I did with it. She's a writer. And she was like, boy, I wish I could write stuff on the internet. I have a tool. <laughs> and it, it, it changed her whole mindset to think that, oh, WordPress is a writing tool. Yeah. It's not a toy that developers build on for fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's, we as developers, we often have to stop and remember we're building a tool for content creators. For end users. For end users, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's important. Um, so how much do you actually use it every day? Like how much of a, a part of your life is it? Good question. Um, well, I work on my own website, even if it's just like maybe one or two hours a week. So that's on WordPress. Mm -hmm. And then for clients, I would say it depends. Um, most of the writing I do it just happens in Google Docs or I use tools right. such as like Ahrefs for mm -hmm. SEO research. Um, but when I do an audit, when I start working with clients, then checking their setup and checking especially their blog setup mm -hmm. is always part of the process. So it's really hard to say like, oh, every week I spend so many hours within WordPress because it's different right. from week to week. Yeah. yeah. Is there a particular part of WordPress that makes it better than other tools? Or is it just as a whole, this is the best? Like, is there one thing you need to get in there and like, oh, I get to use this thing today? <laughs> to be honest, because it was when I started blogging again, 10 years ago, but this was the standard. Mm. Um, I think I briefly looked at, I don't know if it was Wix or, or at some point, but there was kind of like no question about what to use. And within those 10 years, I've never felt like I needed something else. So I've, I've never used anything else okay. aside from WordPress because I don't feel the need. And maybe that's a good answer to your question. Sure. Like whatever I need is there. Mm -hmm. And if it's not there, then, you know, there's someone who's going to create something and sure. that I can add on and, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, WordPress is very different now than it was in 2012, particularly with Gutenberg. Yes. Have Which you, I do not like. You do not like. That was, <laughs> um, I was going to ask you if you made it better or worse. Um, I am a very strong fan of the classic editor plugin. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, so this is maybe going to sound weird, but I, I write my articles in HTML, oh. very limited, but like, I will not write a title and then select H2 heading, right? Like yeah. I will write the H2 tag and sure. write the title and close the H2 tag. Yeah. So for me, it was super easy to just write my article in a Google Doc, do copy paste in the text editor, and I was done. My article was done. Yeah. And now I have to click on all of these blocks, and I need to add all of these things, and I need to check that it's and it's and I open the code, and there's just so much extra that I don't need there to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure if I get if I work with it, I'll get used to it because I'm actually using it now for. Um, for the blog that I've launched for my business, for my content business, I'm using it because my developer was like, you know, at some point you will need to switch, you will need to switch. Um, but yeah, I can see, I can really see the benefit of it for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. For me, it's just, I don't know, it's, it adds a bit more clutter, I think, to my process. Yeah. 
And so that's why I've held off the boat. Yeah, but I realize yeah. I will have to switch at some point. <laughs> I felt very much like you for a very long time and kind of still do. But I've been forcing myself to use it because at some point I'm going to have to switch. Yeah. And I'm more comfortable with it now than I used to be. And, and it is getting better as time goes on. It's better now than it was a year ago. Yeah. Um, I just wish we had a choice. Yeah. You know? Well, you can install the classic editor plugin. Sorry? You can install the classic editor plugin. I have it, yeah. But yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I have over 600 blog posts in two languages on my travel site. Uh, so I'm not very keen on switching those over. Yeah. What do you use for multilingual? Uh, WPML. Okay. Yeah. Are you happy with it? Yeah. Yeah, in general, I'm happy with that, yeah. Do you do your own translation? Uh, how does translation happen? I do my own translation. You do your own? Yeah, okay. so, I'm, so my, the travel site is in English and Dutch. I'm native Dutch speaking, mm -hmm. so I do both. Okay. I That's work cool. for like content strategy, I work solely in English. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, being a travel blogger who was based in Belgium previously, it just made sense to oh, add sure. on that language. It really broadened my market and it also made it much easier for me to get client work. Mm. And during the pandemic, for example, because my English audience is mainly American, mm -hmm. that audience kind of fell away because they were not traveling to Europe anymore. Right. But I still got to maintain that Dutch and Belgian audience. Yeah. Did you see the WPML folk are upstairs? I did not. They have a booth. No way! Yeah. I walked to Expo area yesterday, so I must have yeah. missed them. They're uh, right next to Polyglot, which is another plugin. Oh, I did see Polyglot. I must have missed them. Yeah. It was quite busy. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have a look at them. Yeah, yeah, I've been using them since, I want to say, 2013, 2014. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, and I know that they have a lot of options for like working with translators. Or yeah. What I really like is that they... Um, they now implemented the option to work with Deepl. I don't know if mm -hmm. you were, you know, Deepl. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. So I much prefer Deepl over, over Google Translate. Oh yeah. Um, and that is something that I have considered maybe doing in the future, translating everything also into French or into German, mm -hmm. um, just to widen the audience without needing sure. to create new content. Yeah. No, that's really great. Um, I think we're gonna wrap it up so that. The next crew can come in. Okay, cool. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for the questions. I very enjoyed nice it. getting to know you. Awesome. Thank you. This has been an episode of Hallway Chats, a part of the Hero Press Network. Your hosts were Kate and Topher DeRosia. We'd like to thank Sophia DeRosia for the music and Nexus for hosting our network. If you liked the episode, please subscribe and mention us on social media.